What's going on everybody? Julie Murphy here and as 25 years of being a financial planner, I've noticed a couple patterns and I am grateful that Matt is going to join us today and share his journey with us. Uh, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button, like and notification bell because we talk to real people, real lives to create real change as opposed to all this BS that's going on. <laughs> and Matt knows me that this, this is me, you guys, all the time. <laughs> Matt, thanks for joining us today. Woo-woo! Woo! Julie, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm excited yeah. to be here. So I just really wanted to bring you on. You and I have had multiple discussions about how you have just like completely changed your life. And um, I have found that people don't shift their lives because financially they feel stuck. And um, so whether a person feels stuck or unstuck, I've noticed that people can shift either way, right? It really doesn't matter. And um, and by all means, you can share any parts that you're comfortable with and not comfortable with. But um, what uh, do you uh, tell people about yourself, Matt? Thanks, Julie. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be 53 next month. Um, I'm from the Midwest originally, moved around a ton as a kid. Um, I think 11 times before I was 15. Uh, my father was in sales and marketing, and that was back in the day when you you, you got moved. Uh, it yeah, wasn't IBM, right. but but he, he got moved. Um, I've got two adult daughters, both in college right now, and I'm amicably divorced for 12 years. Um, I recently relocated back to the city from the near western suburbs. Um, so it's it's funny you talk about uh, you know worrying about the money and et cetera. So I I've. I've done a lot of things in my life. I've been everything from a, a database consultant when I, that's how I put myself through college. And then I went to work for good old Eastman Kodak company. And I was everything there from a sales rep to a development engineer to a product manager. Right. Um, and then I did a couple entrepreneurial things on the East coast before coming back to Chicago and, and um, founding a digital photo lab um, back in 1998. Um, my uh, my ex-wife Amy and I uh, put it together and, and we actually told people that it was a car wash because it was easier to explain than a digital photo lab <laughs> in, in 1998. I like, like, that's what? that creativity mind working there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like what, a, a what? So we were on the very leading edge of that and, and the, the lab did really well. I mean, I don't, I don't, I would estimate, I think in today's dollars, there were a couple years where I made five, six hundred thousand um, dollars in today's dollars, and and I couldn't spend it fast enough, Julie. Right, right. Well, yeah, <laughs> right. We, we that's what I call our spending hangovers, right? Because yeah. when we when we aren't processing whatever is stuck in us from that childhood trauma or experience that we had, rejection between ages, between when you're born, when you're seven years old, every human being has that. When we don't actually process that, because most of us don't even know what that is, then Absolutely. we either work it out or we act it out, and we do it through our money, through our health, or through our relationships. And so, so what you're telling me is that partially it acted out in your money. Uh, yeah, how about a trifecta? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, often we don't have it just one, and a lot of times it'll get good in one area, and then it'll pop up in your health, and then it'll pop up in your relationships, right? Yep, absolutely, and that's, that's exactly the dance what happens. Of so humans do <laughs> right. It, it is a it is a strange dance. Um, so yeah, so made a bunch of money, had the house in the suburbs, had the kids, was you know married, and then 2008 came along and said, nope, 
nope, we're all, you're all done with this. And, and mm. it wiped everything out. Um, uh, it, it, you know, I helped, of course. So <laughs> that was very nice of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I did a big giant reset where I did the uh, uh, divorce, bankruptcy, and foreclosure um, all, all, all within a couple of years. Um, mm. Very stressful time. So I dug my way slowly, slowly, I dug my way out of that um, and then really got things in gear in about 2015 and, and was, you know, kind of back on track. Uh, I, I work as a, as a, since, since about 2007 as a, um, a professional photographer. Um, but I really, really struggled with that and, and really struggled right. with, you know, um, uh, what do you call it? The imposter syndrome. My work wasn't that good. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't promoting myself, et cetera. So 2015, I, I uh, an advisor suggested that I do the landmark forum. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was transformational for me um, and got things going. I was okay. This is great. It also got me to really engage with a powerful coach, Melissa Ford. Um, mm -hmm. And we spent a year together. I had done some sessions with her and and Landmark really helped me see that um, I really needed to engage her uh, bigly, uh, and so I did. Um, so 2016 was was really on the uptick financially. Um, things were coming together, and 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 um, and then my body said, "No, no, no." This is where it comes <laughs> to the body because your body's going. Rrr, rrr. Rrr. So can yeah. I explain? I want to explain that to people a little bit. So people are like, "Julie, you're in finance. What the hell are you talking about body stuff for?" And I always say, you know, I've I've done a lot of training with Deepak Chopra through the years, and I'm an Ayurvedic trained uh, certified instructor. But what I've realized is that when we shift our lives, so like you talked about the fact that, you know, you did the whole gamut. Yeah, I wrote down, you did the divorce, the bankruptcy, the foreclosure, and, you know, it was a long process for you. And um, so you were physiologically changing things in your life and making decisions that, okay, I'm going to just, because to me, the process that I walk people through is first picturing the life that you want to create, which often leads to some of these decisions that you made back then. Right. And then, but part of doing those things, filing for divorce, bankruptcy, foreclosure, that's actually an acceptance of the reality that you've created. You know, I, I want people to hear that because so often we have all these emotions that come into place that um, of judgment. And really, I think it's the biggest piece of them all. I think it's the key to unlocking exactly what you want to create in your life is this acceptance to the reality that you've created. And so in that process, as, as you're, you're coming down the channels, the physical body, so if you go back to what Einstein has taught us, that E equals MC squared. So everything is energy. Your energy, I'm energy, our money is energy, our, you know, everything is energy. Yep. So the physical realm of your energy, like your physical body, is actually the last place that it clears up. It's yep. the last place. Last and our bodies are amazing. So those of you who wa are watching this and going, but my body's breaking down, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, fabulous, because it's actually often getting the old stuff out. And it's not actually, and that will keep, that'll make pain rise up because the pain is just unprocessed emotions from what you're supposed to be processing from wherever that 
stemmed from before. So, so Absolutely. go ahead. I just wanted to explain that to people that this is the process I've hundreds and hundreds of people I've walked them through when I'm dealing with their money. Now I have health experts that will help them through the physical health sides, you know, no different than I have bankruptcy attorneys and foreclosure people and divorce attorneys. You know, I have what I like to call my, um, my normal strategic alliances. Then I have what I call the tweeners, which are like the foreclosure and bankruptcy people. And then there's the esoteric, which I'm sure we'll get to some of the esoteric <laughs> stuff too. <laughs> yes, we will. How could we, how can we not? How can we not? We just tend to go there. So, all right. So your physical body started breaking down. So take it from it, there. So it did. And you know, I, I should add that when my first daughter was born in 2000, in the year 2000, shortly after that, that I became estranged from my parents uh, by my own mm. choosing. So, um, you know, there was a, a, the, the typical gamut, you know, we looked like this from the outside, this healthy, happy family, everything was great. It really wasn't. My mother suffered from some fairly severe mental illness. My father had his addictions. And, um, and, and so this process has been one of getting through that, that initial, you know, wounding. And I, and I know, and I know, you know, this, but I, I'd like for people to hear this, that on a soul level, you chose those parents yes. to do the work that your soul is supposed to do in this lifetime. It's yes. no different than when I look at my ex-husband and he, he had said to me recently, he's like, you know, when are you just going to give up the fact that I'm the villain of your life? And I go, oh, no, no, you're, you're not the villain of my life. You're my greatest teacher. And he was like, what? What? And I go, Yeah. I am yeah. super grateful. You are my greatest teacher. And I am forever grateful for that because I am a way better version of me and who I am because of all the interactions that we had. So thank you for that. And he, he yeah. didn't even actually know how to respond. You know, because <laughs> now, and for those of you who don't know my story, like I spent $600,000 in 11 months getting divorced because I was just I had forensic attorneys being hired against me and attorneys for my kids and you name it. But my greatest teacher, it was, it's, it's actually, I can now look at it now that it was a beautiful orchestration of me moving into my highest conscious le level for myself. Which for is sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. So, so yeah. your family, so you, you chose to move away from your family. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. It was tough. It was yeah. tough. Um, it was the catalyst was, you know, the birth of our daughter and, and, um, that, you know, there's a lot of transformations I've had in my life, but that was one of the greatest, uh, you know, that, that really kicks you in the butt. And, and yeah, it's been the shift away from, you know, the victim role of why did my parents do this to me and, and to the empowered role of, you know, I chose this and, and I'm learning through it. Yeah. Uh, right. And well, to. and it is when you can really come from a place of not being the victim, you know, and, and we have lots of reasons to be a victim these days, right? You could be a victim of the pandemic. You could be a victim of the economy. You could be a victim of your employer, not choosing the options that you actually want uh, to go back into yep. the world. Like there, there's lots of ways. And I, I really have been um, cognizant of helping people shift their verbiage from being a victim. Like, no, I'm actually not a victim. I, I actually am just saying, hey, I'd really like for X, Y, and Z to happen. And here are my reasons why. And it's okay if it doesn't resonate with you. And we're so used to having this victim survival consciousness conversation, whether you have $5 million or you have none. Like yeah. I cannot tell you 
it is systemic across the board with human beings. Yep. Right. Yeah. And you, you know, you talk about shifting the conversation, et cetera. I mean, it really, one of the, the most fascinating discoveries is how we create a reality through our language. And so mm. even something as simple for me as can't versus won't. Right. So I, right. I really, really work hard to substitute won't for can't. Right. Uh, I mean, unless it's, you know, I can't fly. Okay. Well, I, I can't actually. Fly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's why, you know, I put my link up here, awakenyourwealthbook.com. Um, I, I give my book away for free to people. You just have to pay for your shipping. And the reason, because I have exactly those lists of those words that you're talking about in the book. There's one of the pages yep. where how to speak in the, in the affirmative as opposed to the victim consciousness. So yep. that's super important. So thank you for bringing that up because that, that is so important because ev again, everything is energy. So your thoughts, your words, and your feelings are all the vibration that you're putting out to the world that actually then will come back at you. 100%. Yeah, for sure. So where are we? So, okay. So landmark getting rolling. Um, and then, so I end up, I, I was a big tennis player. I took it up late in life and, and was very angry that I took it up late in life and not earlier. So I had all kinds of regret about, you know, I could have been, I could have been a, a contender. I could have been a contender. So I had all this anger about that. And oh my God, did I abuse my body out on that court? I mean, that mm. poor ball machine, it would just, I, you know, I was so angry with it. Um, and, and I ended up with um, a pelvic floor disorder of, of, of sort of an unknown origin, but essentially it, it felt like I had hot pokers in me um, that, mm. that walking was uncomfortable and squatting down was particularly uncomfortable. And as a photographer, you do a lot of that. Yeah, um, it's a very physical job. It's a very physical job. Yeah. Especially when you're shooting, I shot a lot of high profile events and, you know, long days and, um, right. Wrigley, Wrigley field and up and down the, you know, the stands. And so, um, I started down the medical path. Right. And I've been, I was working with a wonderful woman, um, Maxine, who was, you know, again, backing up a bit, I I'd been in therapy for 10 plus years going all the way back before the birth of my daughter. I did antidepressants, um, for 10 plus years. Um, and along the way, after the divorce, I was introduced to this woman, Maxine, and I call her a, a, a coach, uh, therapist, psychic. So she kind of blends mm. these blends things it and it was yeah. really, yeah, it was refreshing because therapy is a lot of talking. I like sure. to talk. Um, but the coaching was more of no, do this. And it was, in right. fact, it was Maxine who said, no, do, you know, do landmark for them. You're, you're, right. You're, it's what you need. Um, so in, in 2016, I also sat uh, a 10 day Vipassana retreat, a silent meditation retreat. So 10 days of absolute and utter silence, um, meditation, six to eight hours a day, no nonverbal communication, no eye contact, nothing. You're, you're like a little monk. And it was, it was wonderful. However, that still wasn't enough for the body. So then I start down the medical path and you know, the first doctor was like, oh, it's probably your prostate. And, you know, next. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. And it sounds like our sixth system here in the United States. <laughs> yeah. It, and, and I and my diet had been awful, awful. I, I used to mm. think, you know, 15 years ago that a, a, a yogurt and a banana, a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios and a glass of cranberry juice was a healthy breakfast. Um, you know, there's probably and by most people's thoughts that it would be right. Yeah, it's not. 
Nope. So I, I was slowly, slowly altering the diet as, as I went along. And anyway, to speed things up, went through the gamut of the medical. Um, mm. two, two integrative physicians. Um, um, I have a concierge doctor who's been fantastic. Um, not, you know, steroids and Lyrica and this and that and the other, a course of Ciproflaxin. I had another doctor that I played tennis with said, well, does, does Advil help it? I said, kind of just do that so i was basically popping advil like skittles all day yeah because it just kills your gut flora oh tell me about it <clears throat> excuse me so i had a buddy that i played tennis with who said you know he's older a little older than me 15 20 years and he said you know maybe it's uh maybe it's psychological and i was like oh melt it can't be <laughs> I've done, you know, and I've rattled off all the things I've done. Okay, he said. Sure. Right. And so I'm I'm in the in the middle of the it was actually it was with the person who introduced me to you, Vicky, who's a, yeah. a, a a pelvic floor therapist, and she had been doing lots of really, really severely uncomfortable work for me. Right. I'd probably been to 20 <laughs> sessions. She was both our pelvic floor therapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to disclose full disclosure. Full disclosure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh well, because God. again, mine showed up in my physical world. So I, you know, back in 2014, when I gave birth to my last child, I had a near death experience where I actually saw the light, the whole thing. And um, when my body was trying to move its way back together again, it was like, Vicky, like I needed Vicky to put it all back together again from the yeah. operating table. Yep. So yes, Vicky is like a magician with the pelvic floor by all means. Yep. And if anybody wants to know Vicky, like, and you're here in Chicagoland, like send me an email at info at James C. Wealth. And I'm happy to introduce you to her. Um, she is like amazing. Incredible. <laughs> She's incredible. And yeah. So the, this one day she says, well, I'm going to try this other technique. And she drew a couple reference points on my front of me. And she just held this point gently on the inside of my left thigh. I know, you know, not at heart at all. And I burst into tears. Like oh. somebody had killed my dog. I mean, it was just right. <laughs> and I went, yep. Oh, Oh, maybe Milt's right. Um, here we and go. So, there we go. <laughs> yeah. And so I have a, a younger brother and he was, he'd been encouraging me to look at plant medicines and psychedelics. And mm -hmm. I was wary. Uh, I, I, I had given up drinking shortly after my first daughter was born. Um, and, and really believed all of the propaganda around psychedelics. And so right. I was hesitant and as timing would have it, Michael Pollan's book, how to change your mind had just come out and he said, well, have a look at this. Right. So I read, I read that. Right. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, okay. Um, and so I tried some mushrooms and I tried a little bit and that was interesting. And. I tried a little bit more. Okay, yeah, maybe there's some here. And, and as each time I'm trying them, my body's moving, moving and right. grooving all right. by itself, right? And then I happened upon a dose that I think sent me to a similar place that you were when you came, when you had the near-death experience and this massive opening, this massive light, et cetera. Um, and I was like, oh, wow, this is, you know, after I quit bawling my eyes out, this is really interesting. Um, and then I didn't do anything. I didn't change anything about my life really. And, uh, and nothing changed. Imagine that. Right. Um, and so I 
the universe continued to put people in front of me and, and I was connected with somebody who took me on a, a guided MDMA um, journey, mm. which is the medicine that's right now in phase three trials with the FDA um, for post-traumatic stress disorder. And yeah, it's really actually good. funny because I've actually now been referred to and I have a few clients that are actually trauma psychotherapists mm -hmm. that actually now take their patients um, to places that currently are out of the country that, you know, because other countries are doing this kind of work because, you know, I've always said, you know, in, in one of the um, pieces of work that I did with Deepak Chopra, he had all these bright PhDs from around the world come. And one of them said that from a quantum physics standpoint, they now know from a pure scientific standpoint that you can actually um, solve something from a psychological perspective when you work with the energetic holographic layer of the universe in quantum physics. And there's multiple ways to get to that quantum field. Like yes. you can use psychedelics to go to that quantum field. You can use energy healers to go to that quantum field. And to me, they're all just tools that whatever you resonate the most with, do it because what could have taken you 10 years in traditional psychotherapy can now take you 30 seconds. Absolutely. To heal the exact same patterning. And we it's have so much suffering going on that our people are doing for decades and we're talking through it. The problem is, is that talking is only from our mind perspective. It's not something that's tapping okay. into the heart where, is our, where our soul you know, yep. is really um, the, that intuitive knowing and, and we all need to wake up to that. So um, kudos to you for finding the courage to actually step into the unknown, even though it's like, wait a minute, like, what am I doing? You know, um, that that's a tough one to swallow sometimes because it's, first of all, you don't know anyone that's really gone that path per se. Um, and Correct. I know in the shamanic work that I have done that it's it's been short of a miracle you know, I had extreme PS, PTSD after my divorce, you know, and, and again, I say that we work things out, we act it out, we do it through our money, through our health or through our relationships. So I was like, okay, so I got divorced. There's my relationship, right? That years back. And I was like, okay, so, and, and, and all that is, is those of you who are in relationships and Matt's talking about some of these things, it's that we attract those people that we actually could do our soul work with. And usually the divorce is about the fact that one of the two of you or both of you can't get out of your traumas and you're acting out your trauma with each other. Correct. And, and financially how that all acts up, because I, I talk to clients about this all the time going, well, you can go to hide yourself in your work and make all this money. And then you're not addressing the stuff that's going on in the relationship. And now 50% of your money just went out the door. Right. And this or is more. how it's all linked. And we don't realize because we, we all have, I think for the most part, most people have good intentions right? We have good intentions to create the ideal world, like with your daughters and your ex-wife. And, and also, again, going back to the fact that it's not that they were bad experiences, they were just your teachers. Correct. Right. And because when we can detach from that and come from a state of neutrality, that actually opens you up to the flow of the new parts of your world. So right. I would love for you to share with people because you have opened yourself up from, um, you know, you just dreaming the new dream, right? And like you, detaching from the how it was all going to show up. What I loved when you and I talked in December is how you had said like, Joel, all of a sudden I found this person, this person all opened up and, and I feel like it's been ever since you went to Sedona. 
right? Yeah. Like all of a yeah. sudden, like you exponentially opened up because you really detached from how it was all going to show up and you just trusted that it was not that you didn't have days, right? We all have days, all right? Days, yeah. Um, but tell, tell us about this opening and now the work that you're doing, not only from your own healing, but now, you know, work that you're inviting others to do with you. And, and I, and I want to point out that it didn't all come like overnight. Like you're still doing photography work as you're walking across this bridge, right? So yep. cash flow wise, practically 3D world, you're still like saying, okay, I still have to pay my bills. I still have to live in this world and be of this world while I'm trying to create where I know my soul is calling me to go. Yeah. Right? Not tr not trying, creating. Yeah, that's a thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Good catch. Very, very right. good catch. You're right. You're not trying. You're doing. Doing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So after quite a bit of uh, psychedelic work, um, then what showed up for me was a, a guy, Jonathan, in who's in Sedona, who's now in, in uh, Maui, actually. Uh, and he has a, a body memory recall. And I saw, uh, you know, the, literally the universe stuck it in front of me within a week after me asking. Um it was, I was still struggling. I had done a, a big ayahuasca retreat. I had done, um, you know, more therapy, more stuff with Vicky, on and on and on. And, and it was you that said, you got to ask the universe out loud for assistance when you need it. Right. And, like we don't and have I to did. keep suffering. Right. Because we, because of free will, right? We can't right. just, we, it, they're, they're not just going to jump in and go, no, no, Matt, your life should look like this. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and here's the thing, what I find with people, you know, when I do my consultations with people or if I have people on, you know, I actually, I just, I don't know if I told you this in my manifestation, I want to teach like hundreds and hundreds of people at a time. And I actually had the opportunity to do that last week. Oh. I actually 440 people I taught at one wow. time online. Wow. It was fantastic. So That's I, and I was just jacked because I was like, yes. And, um, but you do, you have to just say, okay, this is what I want to create. And the reason we stop is we think we have to figure out the how, and we don't have to figure out the how no. not one ounce of us needs to figure out the how now. And keep in mind, you're hearing this from a financial planner, someone right. who plans, right? So, but the magic is, is when you dream the dream and you say, okay, I don't really know how this is going to come into my world, but um, this is my intention and this is what I want. And so, so tell how, so how did that show so, up? So Jonathan was the first step of some so, of that showing up. Yeah. So, and you know, the other part of you got to, you have to add, not only do you have to ask, but you then have to be willing and willing and, and, and open to hearing and yeah. seeing and finding what shows up and acting on that. Right. Just asking yeah. isn't enough. Right. Um, and so literally uh, a friend of mine had given me access to Gaia.com um, mm. as a guest yeah. And I logged in and the very first video it said was to watch an interview with that Dr. Sue Mortar did with Jonathan. And I went, I, I need that. I need that. And yeah. so I, I booked five days with him. And so it's been yeah. a combination of, of the body work, the, the medicine work, <laughs> uh, all of it. Um, and yeah, it's been, beautiful. like you said, a slow process. I mean, I, 2016, I, I started feeling, you know, physically very, very bad, badly. Mm -hmm. And here we're going, you know, on six years later. Right. Um, so... Yeah. And then, so I went to 2020 right before the pandemic broke out, which probably saved my life because I came back from that, you know, really like, uh, he calls it, it's an unwinding, a right. spontaneous unwinding. And it was, you know, this continued all of this, 
all of this stuff in my pelvis that I had just shoved down, shoved down, shoved down, shoved down because I wasn't, didn't think I was allowed to express it. Right. Uh, and then, you know, fast forward a year of the pandemic. Um, I mean, I even, the universe even showed up. I had a particular pain that I couldn't identify. I had um, never felt like I was getting energy out of my food. It turned out to be a root canal. And, and the, the universe showed me that through another thing on, on Gaia. And I had a, root, a bad root canal taken out. And two months later, the pain went away. And, and it, was, it was in my ilium, which is what energetically maps from that tooth. I mean, it's just crazy yeah. stuff. That, um, so then I went back to, you know, oh, so somewhere in there, I, so for my, for my entire life, since my father cut me off after three months, three semesters of college, um, I really haven't gotten any money from him. And, and I was bitter about that, right? And I was you bitter had about a, a lot switch of things. here, though. <laughs> What's that? You had a little switch here, though. Yeah. Right? Because it came full circle, didn't it? It did come full circle. Yeah. And so I, along in 2020, I discovered some really deep spiritual work, and mm. and it brought me to forgiveness, to full and complete forgiveness for my parents. Um, and and, and forgiveness, how, if I might, if I might tell people, forgiveness has nothing to do with the other people. Nothing. It has. Everything to do with shifting it inside of you. It's right. not about the other person. He even said, I, 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 I'm not sure what you're forgiving me for. I said, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Not right? about you. So you're like, wait a minute. I held on to this shit for so long and you don't even right. remember this, but I've stewed yeah. over it and I've done. Oh, yeah. you guys, I cannot tell you how many times I hear this in my office. It's yeah. so interesting on the stuff that we hold on to. The other people aren't even aware. Because it's well, not jamming up their life; it's just jamming up your life. To to be to be fair, I had laid it out there several times, but he's you know whatever. He couldn't <laughs> hear it. Right? Couldn't hear it. Couldn't hear it. And it's nope. not something that landed in him. That's the whole point. Right, right. It was so landed I, in you. Yeah, um, I mean, unfortunately, it was after my mother had passed. She died in June of of twenty twenty. Um, I don't know that she would have heard it or got it, or she was pretty pretty far gone. Um, so later that year. He said, oh, you know, I'm going to send you some $7,500. He said, uh, you lent me some money 20 years ago, 25 years ago for a business thing. And I was like, oh, I didn't even remember lending him the money. That wasn't on my list, right? Okay, <laughs> this is where I really need to point out that everything is energy. You shifted inside of yourself. You forgave your father. Yes. And then the money that you were really kind of not happy about being out all those years. At some, right at, some level, right. at some at level. Right. At some level. Yeah. Right. This is where money is energy. Forgiveness is energy. Our thoughts, our words, our feelings, they are all energy. And yeah. I've also seen financially, you may never ever get that money back from the person that you lent it to, but the universe might actually, and I learned this in my own divorce process because when I would focus on, I have a teacher, uh, his name is uh, Panash Desai, and he's um, someone that I have worked with on, on my energetic growth, if you will. Um, and he would say to me, Jewel, don't worry about all these checks that you're writing. I'm like, yeah, well, you're not the one writing $600,000 worth of checks for a divorce. Right. And, and and I'm not hiring all these people, but I'm earning it all, but I'm not hiring all these people. It was like, and I always talk about financially that we create these leaky containers and we have to plug them up. And so, so me even knowing this, 
Like I'm going, how do I plug it when I'm not making any of the decisions? And I didn't realize until that time that I was like, oh, I have to shift my vibration to be out of the vibration of the fight. Yeah. And so I had to give gratitude and love and compassion that um, my ex was just not ready for this transition. And I was. Mm-hmm. And, and, and respond more lovingly and, and, and not in a fight. And the minute I started doing that, then all of a sudden I stopped writing checks. And Panache always said to me, he goes, Jewel, I'm telling you, it's going to come full circle. And you don't know where it's going to go. Do you know, my company is five times the profitability it was the year I got divorced. It yeah. has all come full circle. Like it was all replenished by the universe because all I did was raise my vibration. Because I got my health in order physiologically. Like to me, I see eating healthy these days, not necessarily about what I want to eat, what I don't want to eat. It's just about what vibration do I want to maintain? Because it's about you will attract whatever you are vibrating at because this is a holographic universe and you're going to attract everything and anything that's around you. And so it's interesting um, as I continue to see people like yourself when it comes full circle and then the money just shows back up, but it may not. I, I just want people to know loud and clear that it doesn't necessarily come directly from the person you gave it to. Yeah, great point. No, it right. could, it it could, yours case. came directly, but not everybody's does. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, so, dad, that, so, so this all transitioned with dad. That's beautiful. Yep. Yep. So that then um, I was called to go back to Sedona to get out of Chicago in February. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I went back and I said to you, well, who should I who should I go see? Oh, you got to see David. Uh, (laughs) and then a few days later i'm getting these portrait pictures that you took of him with his crystals (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, i photographed him so in in addition to david actually the the thing that called me to sedona was um one of the guys the acupuncture guy adam that i had worked with we were having a conversation late 2020 and he said you've got to come down and there's a new this woman has this new thing called bio tuning and it's uh it's a um uh, a, a sound healing thing. And I thought, okay. Yeah. He said, yeah, next time you come check it out. So I thought, great, I'll put that on my list. <clears throat> so I think I did, I experienced bio tuning on the second day I was there. And then I went and saw David Gallardi, mm-hmm. um, the interdimensional intergalactic shaman on the, the second day <clears throat> or the third day. And, and that it, it was in, and it was between those two things that had opened up for me, um, that, that I'm here to help people, uh, in their journeys and their process beyond just taking pretty pictures of them. Right. Right. It's a deeper soulful purpose that now what I have always found out is that because, you know, when we're doing work in the world, that's not exactly like at the depth of what we're supposed to be doing at that particular time. It may have been the depth, you know, in your thirties, but not so much in your forties or fifties, right? Like whatever it is that you're doing. Um, when you get to more of that depth, actually more money and more opportunity comes to you because you're more aligned with your heart and your soul. Yeah. And, and that continues to happen. And you're, you're in the midst of this journey of aligning. And that's why, I, you know, we talked before we we're um, going on tape was that it really is walking across a bridge and it's okay to be on the bridge. And somebody says, well, what if I'm on the bridge and, and I get stuck? I'm like, well, I'm like, what's the, I had them visualize, like, what's the bridge that you think of? She goes, the Golden Gate. I live in San Francisco. I'm like, okay, the Golden Gate. I go, have you ever been in a traffic jam on the Golden Gate? She starts laughing. She's like, yeah. I go, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, the same thing happens with you when you're on the bridge trying to transition to your new world. You know, she was trying to transition from being an attorney to a tantric uh, oh. uh, teacher. Sure. And, and, and now she's, and, and she goes, I can't really resolve these two worlds. How, do, how what? Like totally excited, totally love this, but I'm making a half a million dollars a year over here. And then how do I do this over here? Yeah. And, and I said, well, where's, where's the blend? Cause we don't know where your blend is. So like, you've got the sound bed blend, you know, along with your photography work and there is a blend there, right. Which you're continuing yep. to explore. And, and she's like, and all of a sudden it popped when I was t teaching her online. It was like, oh, she is really drawn to like indigenous justice uh -huh. and to save all these sacred traditions that are in the world. And I'm like, fascinating. And they make, a, they don't make the half a million she's making, but enough, way more than enough that she can live. And she's going to create longevity for herself because she loves your her life, Right. Right, and this right. is true. And you know, Matt, you're, you're doing this. So talk to us yeah. about the song. I, I want to hear about these, the sound, the, the bio tuning and the <laughs> sound bed stuff, because this is where in December you are totally geeking out telling me all about this. And I, I want you oh, to share yeah. that with everybody. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's cool. So it, uh, this guy, Dr. Jeffrey Thompson, who uh, is a chiropractor and a concert musician, uh, you know, not coincidentally, you know, coincidentally, I actually liked some of his music, knew of him through some of my, my other work. And uh, he, his system was on the Netflix documentary called Heal. There's a short segment with him in there. And it's basically a system that creates a custom tone for your body based on its stress response. Right. Uh, the, the tone that it creates is a technically called a binaural beat. Um, but what it does is it causes your brain to go into a deep, deeply restful state. Um, yep. for, for about 30 minutes at a time. Um, you can get binaural beats online. They're all over the place. Um, what this one does, again, is it specifically uses your heart rate variability to figure out what sound your body likes. Mm -hmm. So I, I experienced this in Sedona, and I mean, I was out, Julie. I mean, we're talking like, I, you know, I remember about 45 seconds of laying on the table. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I was, and I came back and I was like, what, you know, what just, it was just, it went black. What just happened? Um, and, and so what it did is it put me, my brain into a Delta wave state, which is a deeply mm. restful state. And then I, you take the tone with you and you listen to it once or twice a day. It's nice in the middle of the night. If you wake up as many of us do to help you get back to sleep. I like it now. I listen, I, I, I work to listen to it daily and it helps me if I listen to it during the day, I have an easier time getting back to sleep at night. But over the course of the last year or so that I've been working with it, I feel like it's helped me peel back some some additional layers and find some other things. Continuing to work with Vicky, um, I had an I had a an energy a, a, a what do you call the the readers the the intuitive medical yeah, intuitive yeah. a medium twenty yeah a medium tell me that it, my problem was muscular. Well, it. Yeah, but it didn't feel like it was muscular because it felt like I had a urinary infection. Yeah. Um, and as it turned out, after peeling these layers back, sure enough, I had a knot in north of my knee that you couldn't even believe. And so Vicky did one of her less gentle things, which is the dry needling. Thanks, Love you. Thank you. <laughs> Hugs. Uh, but it did it. It, 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 you know, 80% of that, that lingering pain was then gone. So anyway, so I decided in that, in that trip and, and 
And in Sedona is just such a magical place. I was meditating every day. I was walking four miles. I was hanging out at the base of Thunder Mountain. And it was just coming to me. I mean, the universe is just like, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. So uh, middle of last year, I purchased one of these systems. I got trained in it. Um, and so I'm doing that. I'm doing um, coaching for people. I'm trained in another modality called the access bars from access consciousness, which sort of like a massage for your brain that you didn't know that you needed. Um, that really shifted things again for me last summer experiencing that. So basically I, I am working with people who are stuck in a stress response that they can't get out of who, you know, um, they just, there's something missing in their life. They, it was there and it's gone, um, from doing, you know, just simple coaching to consultation around, uh, plant medicines, uh, whatever it takes referrals out right. to this massive network that I've built, you know, some people collect, you know, I don't know, paintings. I collect, you know, esoteric practitioners. Right. 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 So. Well, and here's the thing though, like you're still in the mystery of how it all comes together. Right. Absolutely. But what you know, and part of um, the homework assignments that I give people is, um, follow what makes you giggle or gives you that grin on your face that nobody can wipe off your face because that's when you know it's in alignment with your heart and your soul. It's yep. like going back to that childlike behavior when we were kids where it was just like, we just did it because it felt good. And then, okay, then we kept going and, and that's all okay. And so, and all along the journey, like I'm sure along the journey, you're like, well, I don't really know how I'm going to pay my bills and I don't really know how this, but like, out of nowhere, dad gives you 7,500 bucks. It shows this up. is how it works. Yeah. And so I just want people to know that you just have to trust that you're following your own knowing and that everything will always show up. And I didn't really understand this when I was a child, but I have 11 brothers and sisters. That makes zero logical sense for any human being to have 12 children. Financially, especially when you're the at-home mom and dad's an electrician and wow. electricians are laid off all the time, yeah. but everything always showed up. My mom used to say, you know, my mom's very Catholic and, and I'm not a practicing Catholic these days, but my mom would literally, and I look at it as she was just like talking to the universe or talking to God, whoever, for her, it was God and the Holy Spirit. And for me, it's the universe and God. And so whatever, whatever vernacular you want to use. It's about saying, hey, I'm not really sure how to get this done. Could you please do this? My mom did that all the time when we were kids. Wow. All the time. All the time. It always showed up. She goes, Jewel, I'd have like a $5,000 cashier's check show up in the mailbox, and I would had no idea how it got there. <laughs> One Christmas, she, had, she said she just said some prayers. She had no idea how she was going to put all the Christmas presents under the tree, and um, here she got a phone call from um, the priest at the local Catholic church. It said, you know, there's a family with 12 kids that lives in the, uh, you know, one of the suburbs over here. They said they got a lot of help when they were kids. So all 12 of them want to sponsor um, 12 children if they knew any wow. families with 12 kids. We had more presence that year. It was a year that my mom was super financially scarce. Yeah, like yeah. these things happened all the time. Wow. And um it's fascinating on how this continues to unfold with clients that I see over and over again that I actually learned in my childhood, surprisingly enough, you know, um, because I never valued that part 
of mom. You know, I was not, I'm not religious per se. Right. You know, and, um, but we have to trust that if you're following your own knowing and you're following what your gut's saying, that the money, the health, everything shows up to support you to do your soul work. It's when you're not aligned with your soul (laughs) where it all collides. Yeah. And that's where you create your suffering patterns. Yeah, and I think it's 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 also important to to remember that you you can't always dictate what it's going to look like. Oh, that's so <laughs> true. Right. Oh my God, it's always going to come in a package you don't expect. Yeah. Always. Always. Right. Always. Always. Why? Because we don't actually know what the best is. I used to have this mantra that I say. Please release everything that no longer serves my highest and best interest, and attract everything that does. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that I wouldn't have the friends, the husband and everything else. Like, right, cause that right. was all based on my trauma from my childhood. Yeah. None of it was based on, you know, who I am on a soul level. It was the role I was playing for everybody else. I was showing up for everybody else except for myself. For yourself. Yep. 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 You know, and, and, and the, I see that pattern often. And the other, you know, the other corollary around that is, uh, fear, fear is only, you know, we, we, we're fearful that we're going to have, that there's going to be scarcity. We're not going to have enough. That we're right. going to be unhealthy. Fear's only job is to create more fear. That's all it does. And I think we have a lot of that going around in this world. These a days. lot of fear. Yeah. A lot of fear. And, yeah. and it's, it's, it's difficult and you got to just walk through it. Um, mm-hmm. you, you do. And, and, and I'm, I'm living proof that it's possible. I mean, if you, I mean, there was, there were some really, <laughs> you know, close calls as to whether I was going to be here or not uh, over the last six years. I mean, it's it, it's been a struggle um, and, and I wouldn't change it. it, it it's it been, you know, some mornings I wake up and I kind of got to pinch myself like, is, you know, <laughs> is, is really happening. Yeah. Well, because yeah. you're like the lotus flower, right? You're opening yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And we, so and we, want, we, it, we say- want it to happen fast and we want to say it's going to be this way. No, you just have to allow and receive. Which is what I talk about. So our minds are the masculine energy, our egos, and our hearts is the feminine. And that's um, our intuition and our knowing. And every single human being has the masculine and the feminine energies. And we are all really being called to filter all of our life, all of our words, all of our in through our heart. Right? Yeah, and we have to. Yep. Yep. Not from here. We have to be up here. Uh, down here, I should say. Down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, so Matt, anyone who's watching, like, um, there's going to be a lot of people waking up something that you started back in 2016, right? Um, yeah. So uh, any words to the wise to any of them? Well, I mean, I think it's, uh, what was it? Ken, Sir Ken Robinson, you know, uh, one of the, a video that he did on TED years ago. God, probably close to 20 now, you know, follow your bliss um, was, was something that really resonated with me yeah. and, 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 and ask and, and, and it, it'll show up. It will. And how do people get a hold of you to do some of these, uh, fun sound bed sessions and, and or photography, right? Cause you've got the yeah. gift of both. And, Thank um, you. and, yeah. uh, yeah, if you've never seen, go to, go to Matt's Matt, what's your photography website? Because it's, I it's think just my you're name. amazing. Thank you. So just go Matt, to Matt's name. MattCosterman.com. Yep. And, yeah. um, and, and that's where his photography stuff is. So you can check out who he is as a person, but then in this re-knowing piece, um, how are you serving the world? How, how do you want to help people? Um, and how can they get a hold of you for that help? 
Um, so I am, am I still live? I'm yeah. Moving. Oh, okay, good. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a frozen picture on this end. Uh, I can see so you. You can see me. Good. Um, I am serving people through, you know, through coaching and advising, through uh, sound healing sessions, through access bars, uh, through referrals off, out to other people, uh, through uh, psychedelic uh, consultations, pre, you know, help you choose the right medicine, help you integrate your experience, uh, all, all of those kind of things. Um, and, you know, we can, we can knock out a headshot while you're here, too. <laughs> It's all so I also want people to hear that it doesn't have to be in a box. It doesn't have to be a linear line. You know, I had this one creative client who um, years ago, uh, she didn't have what was keeping her stuck here in Illinois any longer. And her dream was she always wanted to be an actress. And she's like, but I, but, 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 but. And you know what? She, she did hair and makeup. That's who she was. But she actually wanted to be on the other side. And she just did it for a big vendor, a national vendor that was hubbed here in Chicago. And, and I was like, well, find her office out there. So that's kind of like your photography thing. And and today, you know, she probably has seven or eight jobs at a time. But she's she's found that her gift is being a stand-up comedian. Oh, wow. She adds joy and laughter to people's life that is now leading her into some of the movies and the acting that she wanted to That's because great. people found and and she's loving life. So I can give people example after example after example. Like, don't think it has to be a linear line. Don't think that it has to be just one paycheck from one place. You can design this any way that you want. And the money yeah. is always going to show up if you align with your heart and your soul. It always does. You have to That's choose true. to be happy. You, I heard you say that earlier. You, you are choosing to forgive your parents. Right. You, you made the choice. And, and st that's the third step in the process I walk all my clients through is that you have to choose who you are and choose. You don't choose who you are, but choose to align with who you are is really the words that I want to say. And, right. and it's important for you to do so. Yes. So, well, Matt, I would love us to do this again, you know, give you, uh, you know, three, six months and rock and sure. roll more to share more of what you do and with the world and for not only support for other people, but also um, just to uh, live proof that you can do it. Can right? do it. Yeah. Because yeah. you are you know, doing I, it. Yeah. I, I, I wish there was a way to show the sort of before. Uh, right. It, it, it's tough, but it, it's it's possible for all of us. And it and really it, is. it is, like you said, it's it's time to wake up. Um, there's there's a lot out there. Beautiful. Matt. So thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks everybody. Bye. All right. Thanks.